Good evening, the back community. Thank you as always for staying involved. Thank you for staying engaged. Uh, it seems like I have a lot of authors that's coming on uh, the show as of late, uh, but tonight's guest uh, uh, is uh, another uh, family member of the um, of the author uh, uh, a larger family uh, that we have here. Um, tonight's guest is Miss Tori Q. Jones. Uh, I had the distinct pleasure and honor of meeting her a couple of weeks ago when uh, we both were in Albany at the Capitol New York State Black Expo. Shout out to our girl Tatiana Cunningham for that. Um, but listen, man, we got Tori Q. Jones on the back community. Thank you for affording us uh, this opportunity to dive into your story. Thank you for being on the platform. I look forward to it. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the invite. All right. All right. Well, listen, uh, I, I got a chance to uh, to learn a little bit about you after uh, being at that event uh, uh, all day uh, that Saturday. But I think this is going to be a great opportunity for uh, for me to learn more about you, but also the rest of the Back Community platform and uh, 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 my subscribers uh, for this to get a chance to know a little bit more about you. So my first question I always like to ask everybody, uh, Tori, please let us know what kind of work do you do um, and uh, uh, what are you passionate about? Here's my first official question for you on the Back Community. Okay, well... Honestly, I'm passionate about justice. I don't know what it is. It's just me. I just feel like things should be fair and life should be fair. Um, as far as uh, who I am, my name is Tori Q. I am an author. Uh, I work in corporate, but I do love to write and I love to read. That's one of my favorite things to do. So yeah. that's why I chose to write a story that I think that we all can relate to. Nice, nice, nice. Now, 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 what uh, what made you migrate towards reading? And at what point would you say uh, you became uh, uh, an avid reader? Oh, my dad. Uh, my dad was big on education. My, both my parents, both of them were big educators. My mom was a CPA. My dad was a psychologist. So sociologist, I'm sorry. So um, very big on education and very big on reading. Uh, he used to make me read the dictionary as punishment at five years old. Okay. So right. I say All I right. am an avid reader. I am an mm. avid reader. Okay. okay. Um, so, okay. <laughs> you know, you remember those punishments they used to make you sit down oh, and write a hundred times or something? No, not mm. my dad. He didn't make me write something a hundred times. He would give me words. He would give me mm. 10 words in the dictionary. He would make me look them up. And, mm. the and now you remember we had the dictionary, not Google. Look it up in the dictionary. Facts. And then I have to use it in a word. Okay. Mm. Then I have to use it in a sentence. That used to be mm. my punishment. So mm. I am very big on words and very big on reading. I love to learn. I will honestly say that punishment made me interested in learning and it made mm. me a reader. And even growing up, even during my ignorant times, I still love to read. Nice. Always love to read. Mm -hmm. Nice. It, it's 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 probably one of those punishments that you hated at the time, but you know, as you get older and you realize how beneficial uh, yeah. that skill is, it's just like, all right, it wasn't as bad as what I thought. You know, what I mean, very just much like, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very much so. My vocabulary between the vocabulary you use, the understanding of what people are really 
trying to say. And yeah. it's very interesting of learning the psyche, just knowing mm. words. You, you mm. understand what I mean? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I, I would probably, it, it seems like a natural progression to enjoy reading, but not everyone decides to dibble in actually writing. Uh, so not only are you uh, a passionate uh, reader, uh, and because you had to read the, uh, the dictionary so much, I'm sure your <laughs> vernacular is uh, quite expansive, but um what made you getting to writing? Well, being an avid reader, you tend to uh, go into different genres. And I can honestly mm. say growing up, I had the chance of learning different genres of books. Mm. I've read from fantasy to romance to sci-fi to just different mm. genres of books to where I just like to read. Again, read. Information is one of the things that I enjoy. So reading um, kept me entertained, especially coming from where we come from. Not all the time. Life brought us happy times. So reading sometimes let us escape what we were going through. So um, growing up on top of being an adult reading, I noticed mm. that there has been a lack of a representation of ourselves. Mm. Um, and reading fantasy, reading uh, regular books. Even at one time, I used to be an avid reader of hood books, you know, mm. because that's something that we could relate to because that's something that we lived through, right? Mm. Um, but what I didn't understand was who was these people writing these books? Was it really mm. us writing these books? And in some mm. of the other genres, we was not represented in these books. Mm. So, um, I chose the right one. Why not? We okay. deserve a new story. We deserve a new way to look at ourselves, you know, on TV, mm. on social media, we are presented. And I, when I say we, I speak as a black community. We okay. are represented in ways that can sometimes be negative, you know, mm. or even be um, stereotypical far mm. as like we was discussing before, we usually have the rich to poor, the poor to rich story, right? Mm. We have the white person savior story, right? Mm. We have the slavery story, right? Mm. We have the hood story, right? Like we, we're not diverse and I don't understand in the entertainment mm. world, why are we not more diverse? Because I know there's more people besides myself yes. that uh, believe that there is more things that we can tell and that we can show our community besides what we see on an everyday basis. We don't have to be in the reality shows. We don't have to be just in um, the hood stories. We don't just have to be in the ignorant stuff or the sad stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of seeing slave stories. Mm. Um, my dad was very big on education educating me on who we were as a people mm. and one thing that he used to say to me was we were just not slaves that that's... is not our whole story mm -mm. and stop letting stop people letting... believe that's all the stories that black people have to tell mm -mm. sound, sound like you about to take me to commit we, we we about to go back to commit we about to we, we about to talk about where where we started from <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not where we show up in the history book, no. where we started from. We're going to talk about uh, that ancient part. 
Okay. You never know. Just read the book. You never know. <laughs> but um, but I, you know, so um, I really just decided to write one. Okay. I feel like um, I had a story to tell. Um, and instead of telling it in a normal way, I chose to tell it in a way that I think that would be able to give us a different way of representing ourselves as a black community. Okay. Well, well, well. Be, before before we go around the book, let's go ahead and formally uh, uh, introduce the book. Tori okay. Q, uh, the author of Reborn, the book series. Please tell me um, um, uh, where does that name come from? Um, uh, what does what does the story entail? And, and I think you might have given us a little insight as to why you decided to write that. But yeah, so so tell us a little bit more about Reborn, the book series. Um, uh, where does the name come from and why? Okay, well, Reborn, the book series is basically going to be an overall book series about the different books that come together right now. Book one is called Sun. And it is out now on Amazon, FYI. So it has been published since 11-11 of last year of 2021. I chose that date for a reason. For a reason. Thank you. Um, so I will say uh, Reborn, it's going to be a book. It's going to be a book, a six book series about the development of each, char each main character. So, uh, for example, book one is going to represent the rebirth of the energy of Sun, mm. and you will learn from the main character of how he learns how to how to deal with the different things that he's going through with the redevelopment of the things that he's going through on top of the rebirth of the energies that he's going through. Mm. Again, like I say, stated before, this is a different kind of book. This is not something that most people would be into, but I feel like... Um, we need something different. Okay. It is different. Uh, it's not sci-fi, but at the same time, it gives you maybe a sci-fi or a type of fantasy feel, you can mm. say. But at the same time, it gives you a realness that comes with it on top of what you can relate to because of what you've probably been through, you know? Um, so again, I think it's a new story. I think it's a new development for our community. And I think it's something that we that the community can embrace to be different. You okay. don't have to be, it, it doesn't have to be in the same things that you see every day. Remember the world is bigger than what we see every day, mm. you know? Um, and just trying to get the community back into reading, back into being creative, back into using mm. their minds. I do, I do believe one of the things that these kids today are missing is originality and understanding mm. who they are as an individual. And something that my book definitely touches on is um, the strength of the character learning who he is as mm. an individual and developing like into who he is and what his purpose is in this universe. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, I mean, you touched on you touched on a couple of things that I actually want to uh, uh, circle back to. Uh, and one is uh, um, making it cool to read again, right? Making it cool to do uh, all of the things that are outside of the norm, right? And the, mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I made a statement to all three of my kids in the back of my book and said that, you know, I have one request for each of you. 
And it's that, you know, you dare to be different, right? And I love uh, that in today's generation, more and more, um, we have some people uh, who are willing to draw outside of the lines, right? So I look at how people are raising their kids. Uh, some of my uh, friends have their uh, their kids in fencing, tennis, robotics, all of these right. traditional things outside of basketball, football, uh, those types of sports. But I think that we have not only learned that there's a lot of money and resources in these activities and sports, but that it's important to to expose our kids to as much as possible. And I think that uh, that's what we're doing now. So I, no. I, 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 I like that. Uh, I like that aspect of what you said. And then I also um, uh, I, I wanted to circle back to um, the, uh, the the importance of being able to have um, presence uh, in, in different genres and be, have representation. There you go. Uh, that, that's the word I'm looking for. Have a representation mm -hmm. in different uh, different uh, genres. Uh, why do you think it's so important? Uh, uh, for you, because uh, it seems like that that was a stickler for you uh, to to want to go against the norm. Like you said, uh, you read all all of your traditional what is that Donald Owens <laughs> or uh, soldier sister soldier or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. type of books, but it was very important for you to uh, to create in this universe that you're creating uh, in your book series as well um, uh, 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 a reference point that shows us that we can uh, uh, do a lot more. Um, uh, than just your traditional. Uh, where does that desire come from within you? What and, and why do you think it was so important to showcase that, Tori? Okay, well, for for perfect example, this is the easiest way for me to explain. I am a DC Marvel head. I love mm. video games. I love comic books. Um, again, my dad was big on education and reading. I actually learned how to read by reading the funny papers. Mm. I know I'm old. I'm telling my my age by calling them the funny papers. But I learned how to read by reading the funny papers. And reading comic books helped me want to read more, which also mm. made me want to learn more. Because mm. the more that I read, the more I retained. I mm. actually end up developing a habit, I can say. I don't know if you would call this a habit or a... Uh, way of doing things but I can actually remember what I wrote mm -hmm. so usually my studying comes from me writing and comes from me reading and I mm -hmm. can retain all of that information mm -hmm. okay and I learned that at a young age and the fact that my dad taught me that it also made me want to also tell our stories so for me specifically about this story I feel as if um we don't get to tell regular stories for some reason, even with the Black Panther movie, I remember the first one when it came out, mm -hmm. being a comic book fan, I almost cried mm. as a comic book fan because that's, it was amazing seeing what I've been wanting to see live in action Nice for so long. Like, oh my gosh, like this was so cool. Like I said, it was almost, I felt so much pride and so much 
um, awesomeness because it was just like, wow, like we're seeing this, like this mm. is who we can be. This is what we can represent. This is something that we can show the world from who we are. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like being that proud moment. I mean, I don't know if anybody else went to the movies and felt that way, but I know how I felt. Oh, yes, you do. The whole like, world oh felt that. Gosh. The box like, office felt that. The I numbers show that. Yeah, right, yeah. right. The numbers showed that because yeah. I remember at the end of it, st- standing up, talking about Wakanda forever. Like, yeah. you understand oh, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, being part of that generation and not seeing ourselves represented in a positive light all the time. Mm. Remember where we come from, it was boys in the hood. It yeah. was New Jack City. It yeah. was, you know, we was gangsters and murderers. And, you know, um, we wasn't looked at in a positive light and let's mm. be honest that's the effects of what it is today of how people look at us mm. people don't understand it's crazy how we don't even understand what we glorified back then mm. is the mindset of what people look at us today and believe me i'm not saying it's okay because it's not okay at the same time it's a reality you understand yeah. what i'm saying so it's like we're looked at a certain way because that's just all they represented. That's what they put out for them. But that's what was shown about what our community was. That's it. That's what sold back then. You know? So for me, I don't like that because most of us that really come from that don't agree with that behavior. Mm. Nor are we comfortable telling stories like that. A lot of us don't even like telling what we went through Mm. back then. So what's wrong with telling a different kind of story? Nothing. Nothing. And that's Nothing. what I chose to do. Okay. Well, well, well. Uh, you also just said something else, which I got to ask before I ask my next question. So uh, you said you are DC and Marvel, but you got to choose. Everyone knows you can't be both. So, Tori, <laughs> so, you know. You have to choose. And yes, I'm putting you on the spot in front of everybody right now. Uh, Are you going into the Marvel uh, Universe or are you DC Comics? You got to choose. You got to choose one. Well, all of my favorite characters, except for two. Is on Marvel. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. I, I'm I mean, just checking. I'm I mean, just checking. I mean, you know, I got on. some friends that's gonna watch this. So, <laughs> so, so, Batman. Yeah, I'm talking about you. My man Paul is 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 Mr. Batman. Save the city. You uh, know, so. Batman is one of my favorite characters of all time, though. I can yeah. honestly say that Batman is one of my favorite characters of all time, and I'm gonna tell a joke about that. And mm. please, don't nobody take. Don't take this personal Mm. because this is my dad. This is not me. Batman is my favorite character of all time is because he's a human. Mm. He's a human and he can keep up with Superman. Do you not understand that? Like he is a human and Mm. I believe he will give Superman a run. Actually, let me not say I believe. We have seen in animation and in comics he gives Superman a run for his money okay so with that being said that's why I love Batman the way that I do I really do I I love Batman I do but as my dad would say is 
supposed to tell you what white privilege is because you got this rich white man running around with this mask on and not getting in trouble. <laughs> Facts. But my man Paul Kane uh, is uh, <laughs> is diehard uh, Batman, uh, and he does so many Batman's things. Because Batman's the truth. Batman's yeah. the truth, though. He is. He yeah. is. I honestly say he is a stand-up character. Mm. Whoever wrote him, I feel like um, he was thinking about humanity for real. He was thinking mm. about the complexity with humanity. Because think mm. about it. Batman struggles with killing people and... Yeah. You know what I mean? And really making people pay. But at the same time, he wanted people to be held accountable for their actions and what they do. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to lie. Batman is honestly one of my favorite characters. of all. You go back to justice. You started off your interview by by, by saying how how important justice was. Think about uh, uh, Batman took a a horrific and horrific tragedy and and used that uh, as the catalyst for change. Mm -hmm. very much so and that's why he like I said he's one of my favorites between what he stands for um how he holds even the people that are stronger than him accountable for Mm. regular actions and make Mm. them understand how they should be a lot of times you know I don't think Superman understood Mm. from a human's perspective you understand what I'm saying Mm. remember he was always superior he's smarter he's stronger he's faster Mm. So mm. his way of thinking is superior, but mm. it was Batman that always made him remember of what it's supposed to be, of how it is. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I do. Like like I said, Batman is one of my favorite characters of all time. I will honestly say I can sit here and talk to you about Batman all day. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let me see. Um, um, I always like to ask because I, I like to I like to pin uh, I like to pin it down. Uh, uh, for all my guests, for those uh, who actually are from the area, but uh, what part okay. of the Capital District uh, did you actually grow up in? Uh, South Pearl. South Pearl? Okay, South yeah, End. Downtown. Right. Yeah, downtown. Okay. Yeah, I'm considered okay. a downtown girl. Like, of course, I was part of the crew that we from the crew from New York City, so we wasn't really part of the Albany crew because we wasn't mm. from there. Mm. But um, we grew up down on South Pearl Street. My mom lived down there. That's where my dad and my mom um moved when we first okay. left the New York City area. So yeah, nice. I got a lot of people that I grew up with from downtown that I know um from oh. that area. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. One of the things uh one of the reasons why I asked is because um the capital district is especially in Albany, you know, uh right. there used to be so many different programs in every part of the city. Right. There mm-hmm. was uh, uh, if, you, if you went if you went down South Pearl, you know, uh, uh, every every place has its own rec uh, uh, center. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you start mm-hmm. uh, migrating down uh, South Pearl, getting closer to the bathhouse, getting closer mm-hmm. to, to Third Ave. Yeah. Uh, the Boys and Girls Club up in there. Every part of the city had its own things. And, and, and I skipped I skipped Crank Park. because You got Crank Park in between. Uh, uh, the South real downtown Pearl, yeah. area in mm-hmm. South Pearl. Mm-hmm. So, but over the years, we, I've seen a shortage of those resources in regards to what we have available uh, to the young uh, to the young adults growing up uh, in the area. And a lot of times, they don't know what was available uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, other than what they see right now. And I think, like you hinted at it before, where you where you talked about boys in the hood 
or New Jack City, and we talked about uh, what we're living in today's society has everything to do with what we've been fed or what or, or the images that we have seen of ourselves. So also in that same light, if you think about like uh, uh, exposure, exposure to all of these different positive programs and stuff like that, and in the absence of having it, what kind of effect mm -hmm. that does that have on on young adults today? But do you recall any type of programs that you were involved in uh, as a youth uh, that were okay. beneficial to you? Yeah, I do. I do. Being in South, being on South Pearl Street, um, we was part of the Boys and Girls Club that was down mm -hmm. there in the rec center. So we used to be part of the drill team down there. We used to be mm. part of the double Dutch club down there. That's why my knees ain't good now. Um, <laughs> literally stomping on concrete jungle. But, um, mm. but yeah, like I do remember, um, I can say, unfortunately, um, my family had to uh, go through some traumatic stuff in the streets mm. of Albany. We lost a 17 year old family member, member mm. of mine a couple of years ago. And that's Sorry, one of the things that I, expressed was the fact of there's nothing to do there. Mm. I remember being from New York City. How do y'all not have programs? How do y'all mm. not have things going on? How do y'all not have that stuff going mm. on? And I remember, you know, our parents used to make sure that we got involved in the stuff mm. that was available when we first yeah. got there. Um, which was, I remember, um, the camp, Camp Opportunity. That's the name. Absolutely. Camp Opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I participated in that a couple of times. Uh, I remember uh, the Boys and Girls Club. I remember with the Boys and Girls Club, there was a couple of dance groups. There was a couple mm. of double Dutch teams. There was a couple of step mm. teams. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That was sparked into that, to which made a lot of the community a community. You know what mm. I'm saying? Okay. Um, as I got older and the streets changed a little bit mm. as the entertainment that they was feeding us changed, mm. um, what became available to us changed too. Mm. I feel like sometimes they do things on purpose and we as a people have to learn how to overcome the things that is presented to us. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there is a big lack of community resources for us. So what we need to do as a community is put it together ourselves mm -hmm. and start to teach these kids that it's more than what they see. I know for me, leaving Albany and leaving the New York City area and going to Morgan State mm -hmm. helped me understand that the world is bigger than what I see. Mm -hmm. And that's what made me know that I needed to step up who I was and step up and do certain more. Yeah. Like you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But sometimes we get so caught up in just what our environment is and what's being presented to us that we have no choice but to learn to survive. Mm. We have to get these kids out of survival mode. Facts. Facts. Because that's all their parents know is survival mode. So now we got to get these kids out of survival mode. Let them learn, let them know how to live. Like you mm. have to live. In order for you to learn, you have to live, not just survive. And um, a lot of that is the lack of resources in our communities. And like I said, it's a big lack because like um, the uh, Boys and Girls Club, the step teams, the dance teams, the mm -hmm. different clubs down at the rec centers. Uh, we all had that. 
even the uh, school parties and the school events that helped bring the community together in a lot of things that I remember, you know? Um, most of us, my age group, most of us went through the same thing with our parents and what the choices that our parents made yes. to where we learned how to be a community amongst ourselves with the parties and knowing who each other was. And, you know, but that's not how- it Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not the same. Um, 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 there's a lot of there. There's a lot of in holding on to tradition and the norms. I think there's a lot of value uh, in a lot of areas, but there's also room for growth and expansion too. And it's just a it's it's a it's it's a it's a matter of finding a balance in between those two things because everything new isn't great and everything old uh, isn't extinct. Right, but it's 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 a balance uh, somewhere agree. somewhere within there. Uh, but uh, which That's is going to lead me? My book is about balance. That's the, funny. My see, book is about see 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 so see funny. the, the vibrational energy yes. bringing the words together is what mm -hmm. just happened there. That's what just happened there. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah. thinking about your younger self, I'm staying right there with you. Um, thinking about the younger version of Tori Q. What is something you wish that someone would have told you or taught you as a young lady uh, that you now know about yourself today, but you wish you would have had that uh, that tutelage or uh, someone uh, uh, honing in this skill for you as a uh, as a young adult? What is something you wish someone would have told the younger Tory? Be in the present. Mm be in the present and I say that because again living off that survival mode you're always trying to figure out how you're going to make sure you're going to eat tomorrow how you're going to make sure you got something to wear tomorrow how you're going to make sure you're going to be okay tomorrow there is never living in the present because you didn't have time to live in the present mm. so um yeah I would definitely tell her live in the present girl mm. that would have changed okay. a lot of decisions that mm. I made because I wasn't able to live in the present Mm. I always had to survive. Okay. Okay. And that's a it's 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 a um it's a huge fundamental difference, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people will know how to survive and, and and that's routine, that's normal, right? We just in survival mode, but it's also unhealthy uh to just stay in survival mode, right? And it's just like it's seeing at seeing the the numbers of death, right? Seeing the amount of shootings, stabbings, killings, people going in and out of jail, it's not normal, right? When you live within it, you know, uh, uh, it, you, it, it becomes normalized, but it's not normal. It's, it's kind of just like with you death. You know what's so scary? You want to know what's so scary? Mm. They don't know until they leave that it's not normal. Facts. And that's what I, and you know, um, that's what I mean by, I, in my opinion, I feel like every child should move away from their parents mm. and their environment that they grew up in mm -hmm. to truly get to know themselves mm. because you don't know yourself until you're alone. Facts. And one of the biggest life's lessons that I learned was that hood shit that I lived mm. was not normal. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, coming from where we come from, we think that's normal. And I had it bad both ways. It wasn't just Albany. I'm also, remember, Albany was a foreign place to me. Mm. So it's like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. Mm. But then we go back to New York City and it's worse. Absolutely. You know, so it was just like, oh my gosh. So I'm thinking certain behaviors is normal. It wasn't until I went to Morgan State for college that I realized half of the stuff that I lived through my life is not normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out to Baltimore, shout out to Morgan State. Uh, I got some good, uh, I got some good friends who are fellow Bears with you. Um, nice, you nice, know, go uh, Bears! Yeah, sh- sh- shout out, uh, shout out to Morgan State, and I think yeah. uh, that exposure. I always, I always tell everybody, exposure and consistency will change the game for everybody, young and old. The more you have access to see different things, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to choose it, but at least you can't say you were never exposed to it, right? So we want to open up opportunities through exposure. So for you getting away and going to Morgan uh, uh, helped change that uh, uh, the dynamics for you. For me, getting away and going to Charlotte and going to Johnson C. Smith changed everything for me. Right. And it was right. just like, like you said, you start to realize uh, I met friends whose families handled arguments totally different than mine. And I was like, oh, I thought everybody handled it this way. We don't fight. Be like, <laughs> right. oh, okay. It's like, no, <laughs> time, right? that's, that's your brother. That's your sister. I'm just like, oh, Wait, your brother not in prison right now. Wait, yeah, you like, got to go to the jail. Yeah, like, like, oh. It's a lot of things. It, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of things that I learned that I realized it was not normal. It got to a point to where I felt like I was the hood chick. Like, you know mm. how, you know, when you looking at TV where mm. you see the worst ones out of everybody and mm. it's like in real life, I'm like, wait, mm. shit, am I the worst one? Mm. Because of what I'm going through. And then I had to learn that where I, I had to learn I am a product of my environment, but I am not a product of my environment. Mm. There is a balance to that. I will forever be who I am because of where I come from and what I've experienced. You're damn right. At the same time, I am not a product of my environment. Mm. I'm still educated. I am still smart. I am still, uh, I can walk into any room. Like literally. Uh, It's funny because I remember a rap line. I can't remember the song when they said, uh, I get love from the office and the track because it's Mm. true (laughs) it's the truth i Mm. can literally walk into an office and still be who i am but i can still walk the walk the trap and still understand what's going on too you know balance all day balance and that's and again that's what the book is about too light and dark you can't have one without the other without a doubt without a doubt my mom used to say we uh within each of us we uh we all have uh, uh two wolves we have a good wolf and a bad wolf and she and she would say ty i'm never going to let my my bad wolf go but i'm going to feed my good wolf more than i feed my bad wolf so mm. that that way my good wolf is is represented more than my bad wolf but mm. i never know when i have to use my bad wolf so i want to keep I want to keep that one on deck too, in case That's you know right. I, I need to. But I'm That's gonna right. feed my good wolf more, you know. So the balance. I agree with that one. No, that's real true. That's real truth <laughs> right there. And I think that's how I live my life today. I'll never forget where I come from or who I am. But at the same time, I don't live that life no more. 
That's yeah. not the that's not the path that I walk. Um, but from the way that I talk, from the way that I walk, you know who I am. And it's just as as I mean, through exposure, we we learn to unlearn some of the things that we've learned. And and I've uh, I've said this before uh, as a guest on someone else's podcast. Uh, he has a clip out there of me of just saying how you know imagine having to unlearn all of the things that you learn in order to Ooh. learn who you're supposed to be. Right? And, 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 and that's it. So it's just like, you know, in this area or in this season of life, I had to learn this. And I also learned defense mechanisms during that time, too, that got mm -hmm. me through it. But mm -hmm. those same things that I learned over there doesn't mean that those are the same things I'm going to be needing in this next season of my life. And that's I think that's part mm -hmm. of the, the, the learning lesson too, being able to put things to the side that are no longer beneficial to you or your family. And, and, you know, letting that stuff go. I got to do the little stops on that <laughs> one. Uh, that's the truth right there, because I have come to learn just in the past five years that I am not who I used to be. Mm. And yes, not everything that I've been through is going to apply to what I'm going through in the future either. Right. So, again, it's a balance of understanding when you have to use some of those skills that you need to use. Um, I had a situation recently that I felt like took me out of character and made me understand that you're still not that person and it's okay to not react that way. Facts. And I didn't. And I'm proud of myself for not. You know? Um, but yeah, being around different situations and learning you tend to learn that you don't have to move the same way not everything deserves certain reactions and not everything deserves the negative part of you either mm. um and even with writing my book it made me understand that it's okay for you to tell your story and not think that you're telling your story if you get what i'm saying mm, elaborate on that meaning i said something to you when we met that mm -hmm. i felt like with my life story it would be taken out of context mm. i felt like the negative part would be more celebrated than the positive message or the message that i would be trying to convey right so instead of telling my story in the regular way, I'm telling it differently. Yep. And I feel as if me telling it is this way is still therapeutic for me in mm. letting go of what I need to let go on top of also just telling my story. Gotcha. Okay. okay. You know, um, and this is nothing against anyone that, you know, write biographies or anything, but who? Boy, I remember saying this at 15 years old. Oh, boy, I got a story to tell. Mm. If anybody know me, you can know I used to say that a lot just because of the things that I've been through in life and stuff like that. So I'm proud that God gave me a way to express it in a different way that mm. I think would be more positive than contributing to the negative stereotype that we continue to be fed about ourselves. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Let me see. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring you to another topic. Uh, this is probably my favorite question from season two. Okay. Um, 
um, when and I and I like this question because obviously it hits everyone differently. Um, but uh, Tori, if you were to describe success, what does success uh, look like to you? How would you define success? Freedom. Mm, freedom. Success to me is freedom. Having have started at the bottom of the totem pole of the corporate world and to the level that I'm at now, you know, and celebrating a different level of success right now in the mm-hmm. corporate world. So um, I can honestly say uh, freedom. Mm-hmm. Success to me is freedom, having the freedom to live and do what I want to do. And that's what I'm striving for today is the freedom to be able to live and put my time into things that I want to put my time into. All right. Listen, I'm going to snap my fingers back at you on that one right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, okay. Okay. Bro, yeah. Has that definition of success changed over the years? Of course. Was, yeah. Okay. I can honestly say that. I remember wanting to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. That's what I wanted to do as a kid. I've been wanting to be the head of someone's table at one point. That's what I wanted to do. I can honestly say at the different levels of corporate that I have sat at and the different tables that I have sat at, that's not what we strive for. Okay. We strive for the freedom that comes with that. It's not that it's that we want. It's okay. freedom. And um, that's what I learned uh, a few years ago. I actually came to this conclusion just a few mm. years ago that it wasn't never the head of the table that I was looking for. It was the freedom mm. that I was looking for. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Uh, let me see. Um, I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm interested in um, asking this as a follow up to the uh, the freedom uh, uh, that you want. You know, uh, how do you feel your expression um, as an artist, as an author um, uh, uh, through this new book series uh, that you're actually uh, creating with, with uh, Reborn? Uh, how do you feel like your journey as an author is going to help uh, to propel you into the level of freedom that you want? Because you said you desire to be the CEO of somebody's company. In this space, you are the CEO. So, um, I feel like this book give me that freedom. I do feel like eventually it is going to get the traction that it needs to gain the following that I want to provide me that freedom. Mm. I have a major story to tell. When I tell you this story wrote itself, I can tell you even right now, I can sit here and record myself as I read the last few writings that I wrote for book two. Mm. As soon as I write it, as soon as I read it, it flows right into the rest of the book. Mm. So um, eventually it's going to give me the freedom that I want to be able to give my audience the story that I want to tell. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. And 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 by chance, uh, uh, pardon me, because I I didn't have mine with me. I'm not in my normal location. But did you bring uh, a, a copy of Reborn for us to uh, uh, to look at? Hopefully, you got I that do. on deck. Because I, 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 I did get a chance uh, 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 while Tori and I met each other in, in Albany. We did this thing that only authors can do. Actually, everybody, everyone can do it in their own perspective fields. But uh, we swapped. Uh, we swapped. You know how NBA players swap jerseys or NFL players swap jerseys? We swapped books. So I got my signed copy of that book right there that uh, Tori Q was holding up and I gave her a signed copy of mine as well. Everybody, uh, this is the book that we have been uh, uh, touching on and, and going around uh, um, uh, uh, somewhat, but I just wanted to, I wanted you to bring it out because I think that uh, not only does it deserve to be highlighted, but it also deserves uh, the space to, to explore what you have been able to do in writing this book. Because like I said, you know, you, when you were younger, you dreamt about being the CEO of somebody else's company. Self-publishing automatically puts you in an area of uh, being uh, able to design uh, your own platform, but it also uh, puts you in a, in a position to create how successful uh, uh, you can be uh, or, or not. So um, now that your baby has been out, I believe uh, you said uh, November 11th of last year, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. being out for a full year, you know, uh, how has uh, uh, your audience response uh, been uh, to the book? And do you feel like um, uh, 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 the series uh, that you're creating um, uh, is being embraced the way that you've always uh, uh, hoped that it would be? Well, of course, uh, I want a bigger audience. We all want okay. that, right? Of facts, course. facts. Um, but what I can say is the feedback that I have gotten from different levels of people has been phenomenal. I can mm. honestly say that. And that's what's keeping me going as far mm. as writing it. I have people from my professional world. I have people from my personal world and even a few strangers that I didn't know that have enjoyed this writing. And it made me feel like everything that I'm expressing of why we need this kind of mm. di this difference in genre and book writing, it's making me feel like I'm right. So um, I'm not doing anything wrong. Everyone has enjoyed it. I have not received any bad reviews. So that's a good thing in my opinion. Okay. And again, um, strangers, I, you'd be surprised, which you probably know that strangers support you more than the people. Oh, absolutely. You. So I have gotten great reviews on this. So I just feel like it needs to get into the right hands to gain the traction that it needs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, 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 ho and hopefully uh, being on the Back Community Podcast is one of those catalysts along with uh, a long list of uh, other things that hopefully uh, as the alignment starts to come together puts yeah. you uh, uh, in uh, this series of books exactly uh, where it needs to be because seeing a greater representation of people who look like us matters. I always tell everybody um, that's the truth. We learn from the successes and failures of individuals who look like us.
So we need to see it. We need to hear it to know that it exists um, uh, so that that way our creative minds can move from survival mode to creative mode. And I don't think that uh, whenever you're in survival mode, you can never really move to creative mode because you're so busy focusing in on surviving the task in the moment or the hardship or the tragedy or anything that's at hand instead of being able to dial into that creative energy that god flow energy that we get um to to do what we're designed to do which is to create that's right i agree i agree completely you wouldn't believe it i started this book process approximately four years ago mm. I can honestly tell you it took me eight months to write it from start mm. to finish. Yep. And we're talking a little over 100,000 words. Mm. Okay. I just needed to sit down and write it. Mm. But again, once you get out of that mindset of survival and you start thinking about creating, mm. not even just creating my book, but creating the life that I want for myself. It just probed freaky. I like that. It I like is. That. It's, it it's is. timing, timing, man. Timing, as my man Nipsey Hussle would say, perfect timing. You know, uh, sometimes we got our plans and God has another plan. Uh, so, right. but when it's time, it's always going to be time. And, right. you know, never before. Instead, we can rush it and see how that turns out. You know, I've learned my lesson uh, in regards to trying to do things my own way. <sighs> So ain't that yeah. the truth, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I will wait. Truth. I will wait. That's so, right. I can yeah. honestly say I'm not a religious person, but I definitely believe in my God and his divine mm -hmm. timing. You understand? Nice. I have come to learn that that's exactly what it is. And nice. you have to know and recognize when it's your time. And it's even okay when it's not your time. Still keep going. Still keep going. Even when it's not your time, not only to still keep going, but to also cheer for other people when it's not your time. And I that think that that is mm -hmm. that is a behavior that has to be uh, taught uh, and embraced a little bit more. I think right now it's like, well, you know, if it's not my season, if it's not for me, Right. If I'm not getting anything out of it, you know, um, no, but it, I don't believe that. Yeah. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Watching your table. And I didn't I don't think I got a chance to tell you it was so awe inspiring when I tell mm. you it was inspiring just mm. to watch everything. And from your post and everything that you shared with me, when I say I was like, I want him as my mentor. Mm. I did. It wasn't a competition. It wasn't. Mm. A, I was like, oh, my gosh, what can he teach me? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And we don't understand how that mindset alone can bring you to so many different Facts. levels, because what someone can teach you is so much better than what is given to you. Absolutely. I, I mean, uh, I know you say you're not religious, but that's biblical right there. You know what I mean? It's, it's, listen, listen. Either, either, either I'm a, either either I'm going to give you fish, or I'm gonna teach you how to fish, right? And I think that you know, just opening ourselves up to opportunities. I think That's because right. sometimes it's not that the world isn't 
isn't aligning and giving us opportunities. Sometimes it's us in our own ways. Sometimes it's us holding on to our own hurts. Sometimes it's us holding on to old dogma that we need to let go. And I I mean, I appreciate you saying what you just said. I don't want to overlook the comment uh, that you did make because it's huge, right? And being able to say, you know, hey, well, there's, there's something in this person that I would like for myself and I'm going to get it. And I'm, and it's not like, cause some people will admire you from afar and steal everything that you got and never say anything about it. But it'd be like, yeah. and I don't even like you, but it's one other thing to be able to say, I'm in a mature, healthy space to say that I, I like that. And I'm going to learn from you if you allow me to, because there's so many people who genuinely want to share, who want to invite you into their space. Everyone is not out to get you. And, you know, that's a mindset shift all by itself. Everyone isn't out to get you. Everyone isn't trying to constantly just benefit for themselves. There's some really genuine people in the world that want to see every, everybody else win just as much as they want themselves. That's stepping out of the survival mindset. Yes. That's stepping out of that mindset and understanding that I'm this, I'm doing this new too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm new to this too. So if I see a fellow person like myself, why not learn from them? Why not why accept not? and embrace them? Because they, they're doing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's something we can relate to. There's obviously something that we can connect with or collaborate with, right? So I don't understand why people get so stuck on that mindset. But again, that's being in that survival mode yeah. where you think that, you know, you could only be in a certain space because you have to survive this moment. No, you're not surviving. You're living. You're mm. doing it. Mm. Understand that. And it's okay for others to live and do it with you too. And that's actually how you learn a better way of doing things because you learn from others. Listen, I'm, I'm sitting here now. I'm, I'm Now I'm just playing back that Saturday event in Albany and just to think about how that one event uh, where we both were supporting a a mutual friend and that mutual friend was supporting us in our endeavors to to expose uh, what we have to a larger audience but I'm just looking back I know that day uh, 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 you and your girls that you came there with right I seen the the little stands that you have for your book and I'm just like man I didn't think about that right but I'm just like, I'm calling my best friend who's supposed to be there with me. I was like, yo, I'm trying to call him. So I'm like, pick me up these things, but he never called. So I asked I asked uh, uh, one of the girls you at the table with, I said, well, listen, I said, uh, do you guys happen to have any more of those that I can use? Right. Most people wouldn't even ask. I'm like, listen, I'm at a point in life where, you know, uh, I am comfortable enough to if I don't have something, I will ask in the same way. Thank if you. someone else is, is able to ask uh, me, if I have Thank it, you. I'm going to give it. And it's just like, you know, be, keep, keep yourself in a position to be used and you'll end up getting so much more than, yeah. than what you ever could imagine just trying to receive. Right? Right. So you were beneficial uh, to me that day uh, and to the success of my table just by giving me those book stands uh, uh, to right. go ahead and do it, right? And, you know, it's just like, but look oh. how you extend, But look how you yeah. extended yourself too with the bags though. Yeah. So you see how one hand washed to wash yeah. the other? Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like, I feel like, again, it's the being able to accept, mm. 
and receive help. There's Facts. nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with asking. You understand what I'm saying? So believe me, I planned on reaching out to you eventually to be like, hey, you know, we talked on Saturday. So, you know, I was hoping we could get more into what we discussed because again, you didn't have to share what you shared with me. You didn't have to, but you did. And same thing with the stands. We wasn't using them. Why not? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we should all be in the space to want to watch others grow and it takes time i do and i do live in that reality of one hand washes the other yeah it's okay for you to help other people because eventually those same people may end up be able to help you it's okay to think like that for some reason we think but i don't know why with black people we think that it's not okay to think like that yes it is Mm. how do you think others other cultures make it because they think like that they're pulling each other up not pulling each other down no not at all so um i do appreciate it and i watched you and i learned from you just for the few hours that we sat next to each other i did i did i came home with a different plan different Mm -hmm. mindsets um different ideas that i wanted Mm -hmm. to do you know, and I appreciated that. And I wanted to make sure that we stayed in touch and, you know. And, and look at us now. Listen, uh, uh, Tori was not supposed to be on season three of the Back Community. I had a cancellation and she was the first person that I thought of. And like I said, man, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. That's but, right. You know, That's so right. I got two more questions for you and I'm going to let you go. Um, okay. Uh, my first uh, question I want to ask is um, thinking about your life and where you are today what about your life's path are you most proud of Tori my growth my overall personal growth I've been compared to some of those people I have been through a lot of traumatic and things that a lot of people probably would not be able to survive. And I can honestly say I'm still standing. I'm sane. I'm healthy. And I'm still here. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, Well, my final question for you is... um, uh, how how do I ensure? Uh, obviously, I'm going to put your information uh, 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 below uh, when I do post the information for the video. But uh, how do how do people find your books on uh, Amazon, or is that is that the only platform to find them uh, on? And uh, on social media, uh, how can I ensure that those who have enjoyed today's interview get to continue to follow you? So how do we follow you on social media and how do we find uh, Reborn the book series? Okay, well, I am on Facebook and Instagram as Reborn the book series, literally Reborn the book series. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Reborn the book. And then you can also go to ReadBornTheBookSeries.com to either order your book or you could go to Amazon.com under Sun by Tori Q. Jones under books for you to find. 
Um, but if you can um, go ahead and click the link in the bio on either the IG or the Facebook, it'll take you straight to the link tree and it'll lead you straight to the Amazon page for you to purchase the book. Nice, nice. Listen, well, there you have it. Uh, we have uh, uh, author extraordinaire, uh, Miss Tori Q. Jones. Thank you for being on the Back Community Podcast. Uh, thank you for uh, being vulnerable enough in this space to uh, 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 explain or, or converse with me on life. Um, but I wish you nothing but continued success. Congratulations on your new certification as well. Um, you. you know, I, I wish you success uh, and all of the uh, good things that you have coming your way. Uh, stay positive, stay motivated, and thank you for sharing your story with the back community today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. I can't wait to hear a lot of all the positive reviews on our conversation. I really enjoyed myself. So thank you for the opportunity. Uh, you are totally welcome. There you have it, guys. Uh, good night to you. And I look forward to getting your story out to the world. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Later. Later.